Generating traffic and sales can be a challenge for online merchants. But selling on the Walmart marketplace puts your products in front of millions of customers who shop on walmart.com. And right now, sellers who join Walmart Marketplace can save up to 50% on referral and fulfillment fees for the first 90 days. So get started today. Head over to marketplace.walmart.com savings. That's marketplace.walmart.com savings. Today's podcast is sponsored by SLI Systems, providers of intelligent site search and navigation solutions. Learn more at sli-systems.com and listen to their interviews at ecommercepodcast.com. Welcome to E-Commerce Conversations, a weekly podcast focusing on e-commerce topics featuring interviews with prominent people in the e-commerce space. Welcome to another edition of E-Commerce Conversations by Practical E-Commerce. My name is Kerry Murdoch, and our topic today is the selling of digital products online. And to help us with this, we've asked Craig Vodnik, who's Vice President, North America for Cleverbridge, an e-commerce platform that specializes in digital download selling, digital product selling, I should say. And Craig, I want to thank you for your time today. Thank you very much, Gary, for having me on the, the program. Sure. Craig, tell us, uh, Cleverbridge, I know your platform specializes in the selling of digital products online. Tell us some of the common pitfalls that merchants encounter when they try to sell digital products, digital products being software or music or PDFs, etc. Yeah, sure thing, Terry. Well, you know, I think that the the general problem or the general pitfall that people fall into with selling these kinds of products is similar to what they fall into with all e-commerce, which is that they think that it's extremely easy to create a, a global uh, presence and be able to sell internationally with their, uh, with their e-commerce system. Um, specifically related to software, the, the, one of the things that's really important there is that people are buying software online or these digital products and expecting immediate gratification. They want what they're buying and they want it at that time. So when you start getting into some of the international aspects of uh, selling these products online, there are a lot of areas where uh, delaying payments that are being sent to pay for some of that product are delayed, and that's a pitfall that people fall into where they don't know how to handle those kinds of transactions in an automated way so that the customer can get the product that they want um, you know, as soon as the payment has been received. Um, another thing that, that people that people fall into uh, when they're trying to buy these products or sell these products online is that you know the the delivery of that that product immediately upon the purchase being completed. So when a customer goes in and is making a payment with their credit card, being able to receive that product immediately, the license key or the download link. And a lot of um, people that try to do this, they just run into a lot of problems with making it an immediate and satisfactory uh, process or experience for the customer that, that's buying the product. By virtue of the fact that these are digital products, you're really talking about a global nature of your, your audience or uh, a market that is global. And so when you, when you think about trying to sell to a global market, many companies when they start going or many small businesses when they start to try and sell online, they're just not 
really aware of all of the things that go into selling in an international space, be it different languages that customers speak, different currencies that they use, um, or even their local payment methods that, that uh, are kind of their preferred way of paying for things. So those are, those are really the, the three main things that I see that people, um, the pitfalls that fall into when they're trying to sell these products online. Okay. I know Cleverbridge focuses, uh, as I said earlier, your, your company focuses on, on this particular niche. Can you tell us some more about Cleverbridge? When was it founded? And I think it's a, a German company, I believe, originally. So. That, that's right, Kerry. We're uh, actually based out of Germany with um, uh, North American headquarters in Chicago. So we have a very kind of global focus to our business. And um, Cleverbridge was founded at the beginning of 2005. And we really, at that time, said, let's focus on optimizing global sales for companies that want to sell digital products. That was sort of our mission statement, if you will. And having come from the e-commerce industry, we had a lot of business knowledge that of the things that companies wanted to do with their e-commerce system in order to sell and, and maximize the sales of their, of their products, I think there's really two main areas where um, Cleverbridge excels. One is in that, that global area I talked about talking uh, about payment methods, when you start going into this global aspect of it, you start getting into local differences um, in different regions and in different countries. And as an example of that, people in Germany uh, are much more used to paying with a wire transfer where they actually make a transfer from their bank account to another bank account to pay for something as opposed to a credit card. It's just a cultural difference that you run into in Germany when you're, you're selling there. So that's one example where you start to have to look at all the different uh, options that are local to the different markets that you want to sell into. Another area that uh, is really that contributes to this global um, kind of sales optimization that Cleverbridge does is via languages through the checkout process. Most people around the world don't speak English as their native language, and there are many that don't speak English at all. So when you start thinking about going and selling products digitally, you're talking to an entire global market. So you need to uh, speak their local language and offering uh, 21 different languages in our, our checkout process, we're able to allow our customers to buy the product in, their, in the language that they're most comfortable in. And that's a really important point that um, a lot of people, when they're trying to get started or, or grow their e-commerce, they, they do tend to forget about that. And then a third thing in the global area is currencies. Again, you're talking about going into a global market and you're looking at um, what people are most comfortable with in order to buy the product. Allowing customers to pay in their local currency makes them more comfortable because they see the price in the currency that they're most used to seeing, be it euros, Canadian dollars, Australian dollars, uh, or Japanese yen. So all of these things kind of tie up and go into the area of, of sort of optimizing sales but really converting the people that are already coming to your checkout process. There are a certain number of people that will abandon the checkout process because they don't see the, the payment method that they want to use or they don't speak the language or the currency that they want to pay in. It doesn't exist. A second area of this sort of Cleverbridge mission statement of optimizing global sales is the optimization part. And uh, what we do is... We have kind of three areas where we excel there, and the first one is uh, 
talking about a seamless customer experience. When someone goes to, Cleverbridge is an outsourced e-commerce provider, so we host the e-commerce system, and there therefore is a disconnect between the customer going to the manufacturer's website and then ending up on our site to do the purchase. So what we do is try to create an, a completely seamless experience between the manufacturer's website and our website. And so we're able to accomplish that through the, tech, the, the technology platform that we have. The second area of this optimization that, that really helps a lot is when you're able to compare different uh, features of uh, the order process or pricing or upsells. Um, and this really talks about integrated ABC testing where you can test these different options against each other to find out which one is converting higher. And a, a nice example of that is we did a test where everything was exactly the same except we put some security logos on the checkout process of one of our customers' uh, web pages. And we ran 50% of the traffic to the non check a non-security logo page and 50% to the ones that had the security logos. And just the fact that those logos were there, we saw a 10% increase in sales from that because theoretically people felt more comfortable seeing these security logos uh, during the checkout process so that they knew they weren't being fished or uh, having any sort of you know intermittent third party that was getting in the middle that they didn't trust. And then, and then the, the last thing in the optimized area is really talking about um, optimizing the uh, value of the cart. So someone chooses one year as an option for the particular antivirus product and giving them opportunities during the process of checking out or even before to upgrade to a, a better version or to add some complementary product that would go really well with what they just purchased. And optimizing that whole upsell, cross-sell, subsell process is something that uh, is very flexible and, and automated within our system. A lot of our clients find that a really important feature. That makes sense. So it's a hosted solution. It's a hosted shopping cart solution, uh, essentially. But the merchant or the consumer uh, sees that as the merchant's site. I, I just want to exactly. clarify that. Just to, yeah. The three points uh, that you mentioned earlier. Uh, payment, lots of payment options, lots of language options, and lots of currency options. Is that offered in a single cart? So if a merchant listening to this, can they offer, or a single store, a single site, can they offer multiple payments, multiple languages, and multiple currency options off a single site? That's right. They, they With our system, it's completely configured in advance to include all of those features the different languages, the different currencies, and the different payment methods. Therefore, the, the merchant can just plug in directly to our cart, have us do the styling, and then they have access to all of that, uh, all of those features. They also can mm -hmm. customize it so that they only maybe offer a few specific languages or currencies or payment methods to specific markets if they're doing a promotional campaign into Europe, for example, and they only want people to see the euro price but not the U.S. dollar price. Or if they're doing a promotion into Asia and they want to have just the Japanese language uh, option appear, they can certainly do that as well. Okay. What is your, what is your solution cost? What's the pricing model for merchants listening to this? It's a hosted solution, but what's it going to cost them if they sign up with Cleverbridge? 
right? That, that's one of the great advantages of a system like ours over a company who's trying to develop it themselves because we have all this great functionality that we've already created in a hosted environment. And so it's very easy for us to turn on a new uh, merchant on our system. Um, generally, with the Cleverbridge system, it's a, a small setup fee and a percentage of each transaction. So that's, uh, that allows companies to get going very quickly with a solution like ours without having to have a big investment. But it's a mutual benefit uh, model at going forward. What's a typical setup fee? I'm curious. Uh, it might be $2,000, anywhere from you know, 2000 up to 10000 depending on uh, the amount of effort that's required for us to, to do some of the setup, any any special customization that needs to be done. Okay. And a typical uh, on a typical percentage fee, if I said that correctly, percentage sure. of sales, what would that be? Yeah. It usually runs between ten and, and fifteen or sixteen percent. It depends upon a variety of factors, of the volume that someone's doing, um, the the price of their product and um, those kinds of things go into the calculation. Okay. okay. Craig, our listeners, of course, are e-commerce merchants. They're mainly smaller e-commerce merchants. Anything else on your mind that you'd like to say to them as it relates to Cleverbridge or the selling of digital products online? Yeah, I think that there's two important points for you know smaller uh, types of merchants out there. The first point is, especially in this e-commerce space, there's a lot of options out there. And for for companies trying to sort of get ahead of their competition, the best thing that they can do is focus on their own business, focus on being the best in their market that they can. And the way to do that is by not spending time reinventing the wheel to create another e-commerce store when there are great options out there like Cleverbridge that are very cost-effective um, to get going and have all of this functionality included in the system right from the start. Um, the second thing is that companies often forget about optimizing the traffic that they already have. Companies have uh, lots of orders and, and lots of customers coming through the door trying to purchase, but there's always some sort of drop-off rate between the point that someone enters the store and then actually pays. And somebody who's entering the store is, is basically, that's somebody you want to capture because you've already done the hard job of convincing them that they should look at your product, convincing them that it's a good product, and then they're willing to give you their money. But for some reason, they can't do it. Maybe it's a language, a currency, a payment method, or whatever. So optimizing the traffic that you do have is easier to do than finding new traffic or new people who are interested in buying your product. So I would recommend that you know these smaller merchants really look at that as an option because it's, uh, it's relatively easy to do compared to finding new customers. Okay. Well, Craig Vodnik, Vice President, North America for Cleverbridge, I want to thank you for your time today, sir. Thank you very much, Gary. I appreciate it. Thank you. That's all the time we have for this week's e-commerce conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. Please tune in next week for another new episode.